Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My, 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 my. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Pardon, my American artificial intelligence Pardon, my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon, my American. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, everybody? What's going on, man? Oh, you know, just uh, doing the do. We are here for another episode. Yeah, we just did one uh, Ooh, yeah. live, and if you guys weren't a part of that, then you uh, don't know that Chris is not here today. Yes, he is still not here. Greg is manning the ship like the captain that he is. Yeah, uh, flawlessly, I might add. You did a very good job on the last one. It was okay. It was, yeah, not, it was not bad. Um, you want to clear that screen up though for me? Yes, that'd be dope. Um, so we had a good episode last one. We had a lot of fun topics. We talked about uh, Bezos's dick rocket. Yeah, the uh, the cock rocket, and we talked about the protesting yeah. around the world, Hasbro whistleblower, all that yeah, jazz. Man. So please go check that out. Make sure you check out partofmyamerican dot com if you want to share some merch. Yes, um, you can also check out our Teespring. We got some fun stuff on there. Some new stuff to come. Mm. And uh, hit the like, hit the share, tell everybody about us. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Sharing is caring. The yeah, more the merrier. And yeah. we also realized too that we said in the last episode that uh, the our YouTube channel has a strike on it, and uh, that's going to be coming off here in the next, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks. Ish. And uh, we're probably going to stick with that channel for now. Yep. So. Well, this this is, this episode is going to be up on Rumble, right? Rumble. But I'm just saying, we have a lot of, we have a fair amount of YouTubers. So oh, yeah. Back and forth. But anyways. Indeedy. So we got some fun topics today. We're going to talk about the uh, good old Fauci. Dude, the, uh, the Fauci Rand Paul Battle Royale. It continues. It continues, man. Yeah, this is like match number three. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So um, the full video here, and the full video is like six minutes or something. Yeah. I don't want to play that, but essentially you had Rand Paul just coming out, describing the definition of gain of function yeah, and saying, hey, this is what gain of function research does. This is what it produces. And he's like, uh, Dr. Fauci, do you want to, um, you know, you're you're aware of what, lying under the penalty or the what the penalty is for lying under oath yeah do you want to uh, change your statement that you made on may 11th or may whatever yeah so before we play this i mean yeah. let's be honest this has been kind of an ongoing thing with Rand paul uh, mm-hmm. good good on him all right because yeah. i gotta tell you man like i, I i've always liked Rand paul cool. but not necessarily as a uh, president pre- presidential candidate by any means but um he's really like He's getting some uh, some some checks, you know what I'm saying? He's getting some real positive feedback because he's going at Fauci hard, man. He is. And he's not a dumb human being, let's be honest. No, he's uh, a dumb. Rand Paul is a very smart man, um, and he's hammering him. And since the first time, first one or two times, um, people have been posting more and more about Fauci yeah. showing what he has actually said about gain-of-function before. His ground, the, the ground that he stands on is kind of crumbling around him, and he's given him every opportunity to say, like, 
you understand what happens if you lie. Yep. Are you sure you don't want to fucking say what you got to say right now? Sure you want to keep this going. Okay. And he does. Oh, I guess you do. Um. All right. So, so we this is Town Hall. Yes, we have a tweet from ta- Town Hall here. So hold on a second here. Here is a two-minute clip of the tense interaction between the two. Okay. okay. All righty. Now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the ve- the, the grant that was funded as a subaward from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2, that's where you are getting. Let oh, me finish. Well, yeah, stop it real quick. Stop it real quick. Can you go back a second? Do you see that fucking handshaking yeah, that man. just happened there? This guy is nervous as all fuck, man. If this is an interrogation, the cops would say he's Created SARS-CoV-2. That's right. where you are getting. Right Let me finish. <laughs> we don't know. Well, we don't wait know. a minute. I can the still, lab, but all shaking, the evidence dude. is pointing that it came from the lab, you, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the right. lab, including yourself. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because shaking. if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is, one is molecularly. Out, those virus caused the pandemic. What we're alleging the is the gain-of-function research was going on in that lab, and NIH funded it. That you is can't not... get away from it. It meets your definition, and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator You're Paul's the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the... <laughs> You're the one. I'm not doing it. You are. Dude, he's backed against the wall, man. Watch this. Witness to- Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists, those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. the pandemic. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were They're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you admit the truth. And you implying... Senator Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual I totally resent that. And if anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. Chugs the water like a boss. (laughs) I think you're full of shit. Yeah, I mean, they hate each other. They do. And and Rand Paul is backing him up in a corner, man. And and you notice we've seen Fauci. How many times have we seen fucking Fauci on the fucking news, Mm -hmm. videos, this guy, remember, everybody's like, he's such a cute, innocent old man. Yeah, he's just he's so guy. friendly. And look, his glasses are off, and yeah. he's just so like. And now you see the anger, and a lot of people will say, "Well, he's angry because because Rambo's lying," and he, of course, he's going to be angry. He has to defend himself, or or he's about to be hung because he's fucking responsible for deaths of millions of fucking people. Hanged. He's hanged. A, hung. He's, He's going to be hanged. Hung low. No, well, he's going to be hanged. I'm sorry. I, whatever. But you get my point. This guy is responsible. It appears to be responsible for a yeah. lot of people's. Well, so here's another guy. Uh, this guy was questioning him on whether or not the S1, the spike protein that was on previous gain-of-function research, that it was the same one that matched the the spike that's found on this coronavirus. Mm-hmm. 
And he totally evades questioning this. He just kind of skirts around it. All right, here we go. About uh, viral research that was done using NIH funding with the North Carolina lab and Dr. Shi developed this S1 subunit spike that looks exactly like what we have on the current COVID-19 spike. Yeah. Is that not true? No, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what you're referring to. Are you referring to the paper of Barrick and she in Nature Immunology? Is that what you're referring? I, I need to know specifically. Yeah, so Dr. Barrick and she printed uh, studies on the, this S1 unit that was basically the development of the key to the door that was specifically took a, the original SARS virus and made it so it would bond to the human lung cells. No, there was no gain. If you're referring, Senator, to gain of function by the definition. Okay, I mean, that's not my question. Well, but would, well you, would you agree that, that the, when, the spike that was developed well, there is what's also on the current Yeah, but that's, that's, ir, that's irrelevant to anything until you have a context in which you're putting it. You're talking about an S1 and a spike in what context? If you're talking about a paper that was written by them? But, but you agree or disagree that it's the same spike? I'm not sure what you're talking about, Senator. See? Dude, playing really dumb. You're supposed sure to be a smart man. Uh, I'm fucking I don't know sick. What I'm you're so sick about. of this shit, dude. Okay, thank you. All right. These fucking assholes get up here and they fucking skirt the issue. What's the point of having this shit? Yeah. You don't know. Oh, I have to have very specific. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't know what you're talking about. I uh, I'm not a scientist, but I'm not claiming to be. You know what I'm saying? This guy is supposedly a fucking doctor. Yeah, and he's supposed to have this information, and yet he's clueless on a spike protein. Because mm-hmm. he's not sure. Like, come on, man, arrest this fucking guy already. Yeah, this and- this dude has single-handedly done more damage than some of the most evil fucking people in this world. No joke. Literally. I mean, his word has dictated a lot of the law that we're all in. Yeah. Death. We don't even know. That's what I'm saying. We don't even know. We don't know how many people have actually died from this or if it's other shit. But, man, this guy needs to be locked up. Or if this has even been isolated. We don't really know. I mean, we're we're taking it off of a sequence that was given to us by China. Yeah. So it, it's really just up in the air about what is the truth, man. Oops, sorry. Got a little squeaky. So we don't know exactly... What's going on? Fauci's lying. He's pretending not to know about stuff. Rand Paul's going to get him, though. Well, Rand Paul pulled up the evidence and goes right here. It says, thank you to the NIH for funding this research. Right down at the bottom of the fucking paper, bro. So it's it's clear. That's it's it was funded during 20, you know, 17, right before it was lifted. Yeah, because I think they brought it back. In okay, like so I, I just saved a video on on uh, Twitter. Okay. Uh, in the bookmarks right here. It's it's like a minute and 30 seconds, six oh, yeah. seconds long. Yeah. Did you see this? No, I haven't yet. Okay. So this just was posted by John Wick. I don't know. I don't know who, who you are. Sorry. Uh, well, I mean, it's Keanu clearly. Yeah. It's John uh, Wick, bro. Wait for the end. COVID slipped through. So the NIAID uh, advisory council meeting, January, 2018, you just brought this up 2017. You said what? They brought it. Yeah. So, back. so between 2014 and 2017, it was they banned gain of function research in the United States. Yes. That's why they shipped it over to China. Yes. So let's see what he has to say real quick. It's only a minute thirty, but at the end. Anyway, so slipped. let me just go on about NIH lifts funding pause on gain of function research. So let me explain. Talking this about a the thing you just discussed. Because whenever this comes out, there's always the pushing back and forth from the press. So 
like NIH now is going to do dangerous research. No, actually, as a matter of fact, it's exactly the opposite. So a framework has been now established to guide funding decisions on proposed research that might be anticipated to create, transfer, or use enhanced potential pandemic pathogens. The program, everybody has to have a neat little name to it. This is called P3CO. So if you hear about Star Wars P3CO, mm. it's Potential Pandemic Preparedness, Care, and Oversight. Jeez, now, why is this different from everything else we've been doing? He does kind of say it. It's slips different through. because remember the trouble we used to get in when someone would do an experiment they would submit it to a journal, and just as it's getting ready to go out, everybody would start scrambling around, like should we be publishing, it's should it not? So we decided to go upstream from that and talk about decisions that are made by government-funded. Remember, we have no control over things that are not funded by the government. But in government-funded activities, to guide the funding decision before you actually do the experiment. I don't think this is going to be foolproof. Things are going to slip through. But I think this is a much better approach mm. than we've had before. Things are going to slip through. Things will slip through. This isn't through. going to be foolproof. But we have to make sure that funding's there before we do anything. How much fucking evidence do you have to have against this guy? Yeah. I just saw that five minutes ago. I didn't. I mean, you know, I briefly watched it. But it's just video after video. This guy comes out because he can't shut his mouth. And he goes against everything that he said five years ago. Mask one minute, no mask the next minute, mask again, double mask, triple mask. No, we don't need mask. Kids don't need mask, but now they need mask. Like this guy is a fucking idiot. And well, if you follow him, you're nuts. The one that gets me is the one in 2017 where he goes, there is no doubt in my mind that the incoming administration will be faced with a pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he literally just said, uh, yeah, the pandemic's coming, bro. So. And if you're running a research lab, right, if you're funding a lab that has dangerous fucking viruses, yes. how can you possibly say it's not foolproof? Things will slip through. That is not even that's like saying I got a nuclear plant, uh -huh. but, you know, one of them may go off. You know, it fucking happens. No, you take over. You're over precautious. You're over safe. You have all the safeguards in place so that it doesn't fucking happen, because unlike a bomb that goes off one time and kills people. You got a virus that spreads around. You're just going to happen to. It could come out. It could. And if it does, you know, it's a virus. So it's just going to circulate through everybody. Yeah. It, you Like, how is there not more protections on this kind of shit? If you are going to do funding, there's arguments why it's a good thing. I don't personally think it's a great thing. But how can you say that it's not foolproof? Then don't do it. Exactly. Don't create something that is not foolproof. Yep. Yeah, and they sent the funding to the Wuhan lab, which uh, has issues. It's had a history of having issues, right? To say, if you work in the lab, you have to live in the lab. You, it's like the military, bro. You have to do six-month intervals where you stay in the lab, you work in the lab. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're on duty. And, and then you, when your term's if, up, you got you go through quarantine for two fucking weeks, you're clear, you, you can go, and your your term is done. Yeah. You know when you go, like, on fishing boats? You make a lot of money, right? You go up crabbing or something. You yeah. make a ton of money. You're out there for weeks. And then you come back and you paid for your whole fucking year off a couple months or whatever that you're working. There you go. That's what the lab has to be. If you're going to have these infectious, crazy diseases, you have to live in the fucking lab. And if you contract it, uh, you risk death. No, if you contract it, guess what? You contract it, you get quarantined, 
They can experiment and take your blood at the fucking facility and see what it is, see what's happening. And they should know exactly what it is because they're fucking doing it. Keep it locked up. Why is this not underground, concealed? You do terms. Yeah, it's like you get paid great money. Project Umbrella, Resident Evil shit, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're just like, you go and work an infectious thing and you go to the fish market across the street afterwards. Not literally, because that's not how it works. But I'm just saying you leave. You're just like, okay, I'm good. I feel fine. And you walk out and you <laughs> cough on everybody. Oh. There it goes. I, I'm just saying, like, there should be no holes. If you're going to create dangerous vi- create dangerous viruses, yep. there should be no fucking well, holes. And thank God it wasn't as deadly as they wanted it to be. It could have been. Well, so here's the thing. Like, the vaccine, though. You, you're So we went over the VAERS data, right, last episode. Well, yeah, yeah the la- one of the last episodes. There's now a whistleblower coming out saying that there's not just one VAERS system, but there's like 11 different inputs to this reporting system. One of those inputs has up to 45,000 people who have died after receiving the shot. Now, I don't, this is all from a whistleblower. This is from an attorney. So don't take it as gospel. Exactly. We okay. haven't seen any evidence of what this is. It's just being thrown out there as this is something that, you know, everybody's talking about. But I haven't seen, uh, other than the the lawyer himself yeah. talking about the lawsuit and seeing like the lawsuit verbatim, I haven't seen much evidence other than that. So that's the thing I want to say, because we talked about a whistleblower with Hasbro in the last episode. Yeah. And I, I kind of have this feeling before we jump in is that whistleblowing is becoming the new trend, like the new me too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it can get to the point where just like the Hasbro guy, he said a lot of things, he'd made a lot of claims, but never showed any evidence of anything. And so we got to be just as careful with whistleblowers, like respect that they're coming out. I appreciate that they are coming out. Yeah. But you got to have something. You know what I'm saying? A, a true whistleblower's got that info. Well, yeah. So remember when Ivory Hecker came out? Yeah, I don't remember which case. I mean, she was the one who was reporting, um, I believe, CBS or Fox. No, it's Fox 26. And they basically oh. said, don't talk about hydroxychloroquine. She had all those secret recordings and all that stuff. Yes, yes. So, and then you had this other April somebody come out as a whistleblower and they were like, we have someone secret here. Project Veritas was like, we have someone for you to meet and it's Ivory Hacker. Yeah, it was super cheesy. It's like, okay, uh, are they now celebrities? Are whistleblowers supposed to be celebrities? And I get it that like you you gave up everything to do this. Did you, you? gave up your job. You gave Did up you? reputation. Did you? Because that's what I'm saying. That's we, true. We came into a country. We're in a country right now that's very heavily divided. Yeah. So if you're a pro athlete and you and you stand up for the national anthem, you are now a martyr to the right. Despised by the left, martyr to the right, right? And same yeah. with Kaepernick. He takes a knee, martyr to the left, despised by the right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I so, think I think Ivory Hecker got a job at InfoWars. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of them have. That's what so. I'm trying to say, though, is that you work, you're a fucking, I'm not bashing her because she has some really great info. This yeah. is not a bash. I'm saying you're working a fucking shit gig where you're driving around for a news company doing, you're, you've seen Anchorman. Um, ma'am, you got to go, uh, the, the fucking squirrel. That uh, uh, the, the water skiing squirrel, you need to go do that uh, story. Yes. And they're like, what? That's yeah. what some of these reporters do. They do dumb stories. Yeah, no, she's she was obviously reporting the truth and she wanted to do that for her job. Yeah, yes, and I respect that. I'm, yeah. What I'm trying to say is, is working for Fox 26 probably was not the fucking greatest gig in the oh, world. No. Yeah. And so leaving that 
and being able to be all over the fucking news working for you know whatever company she's at now if she is with project i don't Earth, i don't know if she, i don't know if she is with info who knows but my point is is she gained a lot from coming out too we can't deny that it's true but she in a different situation actually had legit recordings i will give her 100 percent credit but there's a lot of people coming out and they just like yeah this is happening at my work and it's not good okay yeah. well yeah well what's where, where where's that proof i need i want to see the fucking ceo of that company or the the boss saying something that i'm like what that's what I want to see from a whistleblower. Yeah, and so with this, the 45,000 people who've died, supposedly, uh, we'll just have to keep an eye on it. But as They're of, saying they died from taking the shot? Yeah. So they're saying that the VAERS reporting system is not including this 45,000 that is an input from somewhere. Yeah. And that's why it's so unclear to me. I'm just like, okay, well, so we all thought there was just one VAERS reporting system. Yeah, you go online. Yeah, you, it's just one direct pathway. Here's my complaint gets recorded. Mm. But apparently there's 11 inputs and I don't know what that means. I don't know if there are 11 separate VAERS systems that get pooled. I don't even know if they get pooled. See, we're never going to know this stuff, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk, we, you can kind of hear input from other people. But the truth is, is you're never going to know how many people died. You're never going to fucking know. Oops. Ever again. Fucking camera thing. Yeah. No way, because they break it down so much, and it's categorized, subcategorized, un, uh, like it's not even reported, right? How many deaths are just not even reported? Yeah, and see, I mean, you're getting it. Um, I mean, I I don't want to like throw out like, yeah, this this website's yeah, a piece so. of shit, but um, Gateway Pundit reported. Oh yeah, so did you hear about this? Sixty percent of people being admitted to hospitals have been fully vaccinated, but they first came out and said this in England. Then they, here, let me uh, show it here. Then I think they retracted this. He was forced to come out saying like, oh, I, I meant to say they were unvaccinated. It's like, really, bro? That's fucking fishy. That is very fishy. Fishy. 60% of people being admitted to hospital COVID-19 in England are fully vaccinated, Sky News reported. Um, this has been updated though, so let's see what the update says. Update now, Sir Patrick Valence is claiming he misspoke during Monday's presser. Quote, correcting a statistic I gave at a press conference today, July 19th, about 60% of hospitalizations from COVID are not from double vaccinated people. Rather, 60% of hospitalizations from COVID are currently from unvaccinated people. Well, isn't that fucking coincidental? Not sure how he misspoke after he went into a two-minute detailed diatribe about explaining why 60% of people being admitted to the hospital has been fully vaccinated. He fucked up. Uh, yeah. He so, fucked up, bro. Uh-oh. He, he kind of spoke when he wasn't supposed to. Spoke the truth. But let's say, let's say he was accurate. 60% are not vaccinated. Yeah. Why is it not 100% or 90%? Exactly. 60%, like, let's be real, like, in voting, presidential, like, 56, 40, 60, 55, 40, you know, like, whatever the situation yeah, is. Like, matter. That's uh, that's pretty close. But when it comes to vaccines, that's not a fucking vaccine at that point. Don't call it that. It's it's not preventing. But I'm saying if 60% of people are, are unvaccinated going to the hospital, the 40% other are. are fully vaccinated or at least have a dose of vaccination. Mm-hmm. Which tells you 40%. Yeah, it's damn near, damn near 50-50, no matter what. <laughs> so either way you flip that coin, it ain't good, bro. 
So I think he was told to come out and say, hey, you better go out there and fix that. But there was a tweet that kind of, I didn't save it, but I was telling you about it before. There was a tweet that somebody had mentioned, and I never really thought about it. How do they know the variants? You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I'm sure yeah. they test in a lab, like these, the, the Delta variant, they have these other variants. But when they come out and say that all new cases are the Delta variant in the United States, or that 80% of all new cases are Delta variant, how the fuck do you know that? Well, how do you, how do you measure a variant? Like, does it, where does it look different on the spike protein? But, but I'm saying when I got COVID and I went to Kaiser and I got a fucking, you know, I got the swab, which actually didn't go all the way back like they used to do. Okay. I got the swab. This is back in December. Mm -hmm. I got the test and it says you're positive with COVID. Oh no. It didn't say what variant of COVID I had. Did they even test a variant or were they just testing? Because remember the process. They have to fucking... I told you, you should have requested all that data, dude. Okay, well, I didn't. But the point is, is they test to see if you have COVID. And you have to go, like, you know how they break it down, down, down until they finally find some COVID? Yeah, PCR test. PCR test. Do they... Is that test identify variants? And if it does, so. does it say, oh, well, that has X amount of this, so that makes it a Delta variant? So my point is, it's all these new... I think there was a report on, on Twitter that just came out that said... uh New Orleans or or someone has like the highest COVID cases today than any time in the past six months. Mm. Highest one day COVID, whatever it was. I can't remember what state. But the point is, is when you go get that COVID test, how do they identify that that's a Delta variant or the original version or the... Uh, oh, God. So here, I just found this little uh, Travelers United. Some PCR COVID test effectiveness is compromised. The gold standard PCR COVID test effectiveness may be foiled by the UK variant. Oh, boy. They're getting racist here. They're calling it UK variant. New troubling reports are emerging about at least one of the most effective molecular blah, 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 blah. Um, timing is critical. The first five days. So in the first five days after infection, PCR testing can't accurately test travelers. Now, why is that? something to do with uh, oh I like that line right there PCR testing of people infected with the UK variant may have more false negatives than usual mm. okay I don't know what all that means I'm not gonna even act like I do however I will say this does anybody know what's going on I don't know I don't think so bro I think these quote unquote top scientists of the world have no fucking clue what's happening right now here let's listen to this this is, uh, do PCR tests detect COVID variants? Do vaccines prevent severe illness caused by? This is Local 4, uh, Doc, Dr. Frank McGeorge. Oh, I like that name, dude. Frankie McGeorge. That sounds like a made-up name, dude. Experts say that variants are the real wild card in this fight to end the pandemic. And a lot of you, our viewers at home, have questions about what they are and the impact that they could have. On this Wellness Wednesday, as always, we have our Dr. Wellness Frank McGeorge Wednesday. to answer these oh very important questions about the variants that were all submitted through Click on Detroit. Can we call our Wednesday episodes Wellness Wednesday? When we talk oh, about yeah. variants, we we'll often hear two different terms used, a variant of interest and a variant of concern, and there is a difference. A variant of interest is one that's being monitored because it could have important changes. Okay, this guy, it looks like he was told what to say. Yeah, just, this looks like a late night ad. Yeah. For a I'm at the bottom of my stairs and I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. But a variant of concern is one that has demonstrated a problematic change in things like its ability to spread. Okay, or shut up. Having just gotten out of the hospital with COVID, I was told they couldn't say if I had a variant. Do they test for variants? And mm -hmm. if so, how? 
Testing for variants requires that a specimen is sent to a state lab where a process called genome sequencing is done. There you go, Basically, Dave. they map out all 30,000 pieces of the genetic code. Okay, stop. Code. Hold on. You're going to tell me that I'm making a number up. 30,000 people get tested and COVID positive. He said, well, okay, yeah. No, no. Okay. In the state, the state comes out and says 30,000 been tested positive for COVID in the state of Washington. Mm -hmm. They're all Delta variant. You're going to tell me that you took all 30,000 of those tests, sent it to a state lab where they dug up 32,000. They genome sequenced 30. Nope. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't agree. I don't think that's the case at all. Do you think that's the case at all? Well, I think that they could go, they can sequence a genome within a day or so for now in 30,000. I don't know if that's a lot. No, I, I, I don't care about the breakdown per se, but every test that you go, you go to the, your doctor, you get tested because you don't feel good. That test goes to a lab automatically. Is that what, that's what they're saying it has to happen I, I because so. that test doesn't give you the variant. I think they go, you have COVID, but we're going to see if you have a variant or not. And then they send it to another lab that tests for the variant. Let's see what they say. For the virus that's found in the sample. This is not routinely done on COVID tests. And okay. it's generally reserved for outbreak investigations or cases with unusual symptoms or situations. Sue asks, does the PCR test check for the variants too? If not, does that mean if you have symptoms but get a negative COVID-19 test, you may have one of the variants? So far, for Ugh. variants identified in the Ugh. U.S., if you are infected with one of them, your PCR test will be positive. In fact, certain we'll PCR tests positive. can also indirectly detect one of the variants because the variant causes it to be positive in an unusual way. So why is it when everybody talks about this, they have to sound like a fucking nerd, dude? Like, yeah. well, let me tell you there's something there, Dave. Snotsberries The last time, I mean, NPR is the worst. They have, When they talk about coronavirus, they bring yeah. on this guy who has the lisp. Yeah. Let me tell you something. There's something about this new Delta variant that's very scary, Dave, and you're going to have to get shots. It's like a Nickelodeon people, cartoon, bro. Don't tell me what you I'm going to have to stay home and mask up. I, I, I'm can, I'm not sold. This whole thing is so sloppy. It is very sloppy. Numbers are flying out. People just believe the numbers. They don't actually look into it at all. Yeah. Or even attempt. I'm not saying you have to know it all. Nobody knows it all. But you're not even attempting. You're just like, oh, 80,000. That was like my boss at the time, remember? And I was telling you when I, when I had COVID. And he's like, oh, 3,000 people a day are dying. <laughs> you, you, listen. You better be careful. I, I love him. He's such a great dude. And he he really cared about me. And I appreciate that. I really do think that. However, if you just hear a number spit on a screen and then you just mimic that number without consciously looking into it at all, mm -hmm. then what good are you? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you're like 3000 a day. Yeah. How do you know that? How do they know that the Delta variant is the main cause of what's going on right now? No. Why is it not the uh, Canadian variant? Oh, the Swedish variant. Is there not an Antarctic? I feel like Sweden has great chocolate. They'd have a good variant. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they get, they always got that, that sweet. Oh, you got a Swedish knife. Ooh, a Swiss army. Well, knife? everybody a wants Swiss? to be more like Sweden anyway, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think that um, changing definitions too doesn't help. Yeah. And so with the PCR tests to detect if you have COVID or not, they use up to 45 cycles. You know, anywhere between that, right? 35, 45, and then if you're vaccinated they'll only go up to 28 cycles. So the chances of them showing that you're positive goes down. Yeah. If you're vaccinated. 
because they don't want that number, right? Nope. I just think that when the system is this broken, none of this means anything. That's all. I agree. None of it means anything because you don't know where to even start. You don't know what's true, what's fake. Uh, but I do notice that you got old Brian Stelter up here. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But okay. first, dude, like there's there's a big push against um, the January sixth people. There's a big push against patriotic people. There's a big push against people who question the election. Um, free thinkers. Is that yeah. what you're trying to say? So listen to this. So this is White House Communication Director Kate Bedingfield says social media companies, quote, should be held accountable for misinformation shared on their platform. She also notes there are conservative news outlets who are creating irresponsible content. So check this out. This is a clip from MSNBC. Reviewing that, and certainly they should be held accountable. And I think you've heard the president speak very aggressively about this. He understands this is an important piece of the ecosystem. But it's also the other thing the president has pointed out and spoke to when he was asked about this yesterday is it's it is also the responsibility of the people creating the content. And again, I would go back to you know there are conservative news outlets who are creating irresponsible content that's sharing misinformation about the vi- about the virus that's getting oh. shared. On Oh, did you hear what about he said? About the vac. About these platforms. About the vac virus. Yeah, but hey, who's sharing misinformation about Hunter Biden's laptop? About uh, we could, we could, masks. We about spend days. Uh, Russia. What is misinformation, Greg? Exactly. It's just information that you don't agree with, and it changes about the Wuhan lab. Mm-hmm. Everybody, it was all a conspiracy, and now I guess we can talk about it because it's true. But. Uh, but if you were being charged back then, six months ago, they would charge you against misinformation. Yeah. And who knows what the punishment would be, right? But you have to have open dialogue. And this is going to go back to where yeah. they're eating their own, right? Because let's <clears throat> say that they do hold Twitter and Facebook accountable for this misinformation. Well, they're going to have a heck, heck of a time trying to figure out, like, going through and dispersing all these people. And yeah. What I, you're creating a platform that you can't, they already can't control. I mean, for some reason, yeah. like child porn still happens. Exactly. For some reason, trafficking shit still happens on these platforms. Yep. Pornography still happens on these platforms. They can't control that, but they're going to go through and find all this misinformation. Yep. They're going to get to a point where they can't control it and they're going to be useless. So they're eating themselves. Well, that's why they want to control all social media. They want to control all podcasts they want to control all youtube they every video every resource but zuckerberg is getting himself he's he's playing with the devil right now i'm not going to sit here and say i like him or hate him or anything i don't know shit about that guy he's a fucking weirdo but the point of it is is yes he's in bed with these people he's playing along with the rules he's like yeah this is not bad man working with the government he's going to lose control of the company yeah they're literally to the point where this this government under biden the biden administration the democrats they will eventually just seize that fucking company outright from this man. I think they heard he did, dude. I, they probably have. Like, through but the my back point door. is, he's going to be he's going to be nothing. Well, so no re- control. Remember when Hillary lost? It was oh, who do we blame? Yeah, we blame Russia. We blame social media. Yeah, we blame all this stuff. So that's when you had Zuckerberg, Dorsey, all of them going in front of Congress, shitting their pants. 
saying, yes, I agree. I think we should be monitoring our content. You guys want to do it for us? Okay. And they, they're giving them information now. Jen Psaki admitted. Yeah. Like, we we go through and we monitor posts on Facebook. And, and like I know Tim Poole and those guys have all kind of came out and, and said, literally, like, we got some people outside partying or something. Oh. Said, like, I don't even think Jack Dorsey has any control of this company. I think it's it's gone. It's so, like, spread out now between all these different people that he really doesn't have a hand in anything that's happening. Well, um, that's given him maybe too much credit. So here's another thing. You have MSNBC and all of the media now using stuff like this. Patriot is hate speech. MSNBC warns viewers to be on the lookout for online groups that use the word patriot. So the flag is racist. The national anthem is offensive. And the word patriot is a code word for hate groups. And so this is like a a little QAnon thing stuff that he's talking about. But they're saying that they're they're reporting everything as patriotic now as a Q conspiracy. It's literally just listen to this, dude. QAnon is the name we do not say, uh, but the did, theories <laughs> yeah, right? and the con- the conspiracy theories behind QAnon still exist. Yeah. Well, when we're talking about adherence, for lack of a better Look, phrase, you- it says QAnon followers running for local office. Far right conspiracy cult goes from message boards to school boards in bid for influence. So that's their argument is that these these people are cult followers and they want to go into local government. Okay, so real quick, um, so then you're going to acknowledge that the left is completely infiltrated colleges and universities and school boards as well, right? Those lunatics, they're not a cult, Dave. That's what I'm saying. It's only misinformation if you don't agree with it. They're okay with that. They're okay with indoctrinating. We just talked about in the last episode, three to six months old are inherently racist people. Yes. Uh, And at three years old, they actually say the n-word and actually what about double masks the whole thing bro it's i mean the whole the, thing the science is now become a religion right it's a cult i'm saying they want more of their kind in they don't want more yes. of our kind in yeah and i you can know, agree running. we can agree real quick that that a lot of conspiracy there's a lot that are like okay man like slow the slow down for sure. not saying you're not onto something but you're pushing this a little too funky. but see so here's the thing like most of the q people that i know yeah are very patriotic and Absolutely. they would never harm anybody intentionally no, they want love. They want, you know, all this, you know, coming together, united, we stand. They love the country. It's, yeah, it has, it's, not, it's it has nothing not, to do with it. Yeah, this this cult, they've never once showed a Q post. Yeah. Why? Because there's not that much information that's damning. It would go against their narrative, which is this is a hateful, blah, 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 blah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't speak about hate in those posts. Yeah. But but to be fair, we've discussed the QAnon stuff before. We've yes. had that discussion, and, yeah. and, and we've said it. I've said it specifically because I've been very. I'm all about looking into this. I'm all about finding out what's going on. But sometimes, <laughs> factions of the group tend to drag things and, and make it something. And you got to you got to be careful with that shit. I'm yeah. sorry, coming out and just saying Tom Hanks is a crazy pedophile and he's fucking raping kids is like hold it, bro. You're talking yeah. about a person. You better have something there. That's all I'm saying. You got to have something. Do not make crazy claims. That's all I'm saying. So if they're doing that at school boards, then I would call them out myself. Hell yeah. Right? Yep. But if they're saying shit that's, we're talking about masks and vaccines and shit. If they're saying stuff that I'm like, yeah, man, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bring them in. You or know? critical race theory and all that stuff. For office, running for a school board position, 
I mean, are they including some of these very obvious QAnon-associated points? I mean, do they talk about the deep state when they're running for a position? Or is or do they not talk about any of that stuff? They use some of the euphemisms, and then if they win the position, yeah. then all this stuff comes out. Listen to this. They sure are, Anne-Marie, and you hit on a really important point. Although the brand um, they've decided to abandon, they sure use a lot of the same language, including the deep state. Uh, one word to look out for, a keyword, is patriot. Uh, they also have co-opted uh, a, a number of other brands, uh, including the Thin Blue Line brand, which they have just wrapped around conspiracy theories. Um, Hold it. So, like, the left has infiltrated BLM and everybody else. They're, they're, they, but they don't talk about that, right? That Marxism has taken over BLM, where yeah. it started off as a positive thing and turned into a, a nasty program. Well, I think it's always started out as a nasty program. Well, the, the founders are nasty. Sure. I'm, I'm saying, yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. But I'm talking about more of the movement. With, in, with this, though, they're saying that watch out for the word patriotic. Yeah. Watch out for, oh, gosh, dude. These guys have infiltrated the, the thin blue line. So imagine you're a person left-leaning and you're watching this and you hear him say that you immediately without any any knowledge or any any looking up of anything you just go he's right. They could be anywhere. If I go to Fred Myers and there's a, a guy wearing a Patriot shirt, fuck dude, fucking racist. And he's white. <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, I want to acknowledge him. that this man uh, speaking literally lives in his mom's attic. I, that's <laughs> yes. the, that is the fact I was laughing at. That is, that. that is 100% a addict full of things that were not able to fit in the house. Yeah. And he just has one lone screen that says CBS. It's on a Best Buy tripod. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Got a little alarm going off. Hey, man. Well, here, hold on. Let's let's listen. Euphemisms are really the way these groups talked prior to the insurrection. So secret language. Okay. Euphemisms. And then when uh, mainstream media like us kind of started following and catching on, they realized that they had to change their language. And so uh, this is in many ways, if you're accustomed to following politics, you know about how effective uh, dog whistles can be. You're able to speak publicly and it doesn't sound like you're saying anything offensive, but your true believers, your followers can hear that dog whistle. That's exactly what's happening with uh, the QAnon true believers right now. You, know, you you use the phrase dog whistle, and it makes me think of that um, you know line about what happens when the dog that's chasing the car actually catches it. Like what happens when QAnon people who are talking about the deep state actually become part of the institutions that they say are kind of working against them. Now you're the one that's on the inside. Um, so I wonder, so like, what is the end game here? What are they hoping for? That lady's um, dumb. Well, the end game uh, is kind of like the end times. There really is no end game. They keep. Oh, it's the end times. You see, this is what they're feeding everybody. And so people watching that, like just like you said, who have no idea what Q is. Yeah. They've never read a fucking post in their life. But they're like, oh, these guys are a cult. Like, I don't know that much about this thing, but they, they sound like they, they're like fucking, they're weird. And they want to get into our schools and shit. What's that called when you speak? And do, and and make claims about things that you do yourself. Projection. There you go, Greg. Everything that fucking guy just said is exactly what the left has been doing for decades. Yeah, that's what they have to do. When he said like they're euphemisms, they're changing definitions, they're changing the speech because they realize that is literally what fucking critical race theory is. That's literally what everything that you hear. Well, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's this. Yeah. Remember what racist, racist, the definition has changed. Yeah. 
the okay sign. Vaccinate, uh, uh, herd immunity has yes. changed the definition. If you can't win, just change it mm-hmm. so that it, it makes more sense. You know what I'm saying? Well, they change it little by little over time. Yes. And that way you become inured to it and you accept it. And you don't understand the original meaning behind it. Yep. Because a racist used to be, you know, like, well, I'm not going to, I don't have a dictionary, so I'm not even going to. What you consider racism now yeah. is not what it was 50 years ago. Here, so Chris just sent us a uh, a TikTok, and he goes, so they're not even testing? How do they know how bad it is then? I'm going to play this on the mic, dude. Okay, it's just a phone. It's a picture of a phone, you guys. So here we here we go. This is from uh, from Chris. Let's listen to this. I'll, I'll go to Dave so you don't have to look at this. Oh, was a video of him? No, this is... Oh. It's a video of somebody dialing in. Thank you for calling the Cross County Health Department. Please listen to the following three options. Press one for the La Crosse County Health Department main line for information related to COVID-19, water test kits, and other questions. Please wait while I transfer your call. Ooh, oh, I love it. Oh. That's that's basically what we had just read. Exactly, yeah, right. We went over they they take like a subsample of the the. This is what they do. They use statistics. Mm-hmm. So you have a population. You have a subset of your population, which is a sample. You test that sample and you infer. You make an inference of okay, five out of these ten have the Delta variant. So 50%. That's fifty percent of that fucking population has Delta the fucking variant. Delta. That's what they do. The only thing that that was that said in that that I didn't hear before was that it, all the positives go to the hospital and they decide where to send. Like half yeah. of that goes to the, or portion gets sent to the state. But what portion? So if you have ten thousand cases of positive in your in your district or your county, they send what five, ten, fifty, hundred, don't know, five hundred. Like that's what I'm saying. Like no one knows. I think they only send a couple because it's expensive to get a genome sequenced and they make inferences. Yeah. That's the best way to do it, dude. They they go, oh, look, 60%. And they can use percentages because you don't have to include the denominator. Mm. 60% of what? What was your fucking sample? 
you know how's the time right now we doing all right yeah we're at 46 minutes so okay, let's talk about uh, listen I, we can keep going on this day after day after day after day. i want to do this funny video but the patriot stuff like guys listen this is just one more example to end this this is one more example of them slowly bringing a word into play and you're gonna see this either tailspin into like now all patriots are radical yep right so if you if you're that old man who's been a uh, patriot your whole life and you got that american flag on your back of your fucking pickup truck you, my friend, are now the evil one. Well, and you can't talk about anything or it's going to be considered a dog whistle a dog to whistle. the cult. Yes. So, funny video. Which one do you got? It was this one. Uh, the Brian Stelter gets called out by uh, you know, and, and that's- his own guest. Michael Wolf. So, Michael Wolf is a piece of shit, mind you, you guys. Uh, he's the guy who wrote that book about uh, Trump. Yeah, the nonsense. And making lies. Like, just base up, or the the basic claim that I think it was Mika, like Joe and Mika. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It wasn't Mika. It was um, Nikki Haley. He made a claim that Nikki Haley and uh, Trump did some some naughty stuff. Oh, they had behind intercourse? The yes. Or they, they cheated on one another, or they did some sort of blah, blah, blah. Oh, he wrote the book about, like, what's it like to be inside the White House and all this shit, right? He's a piece of shit, but he's also calling out another piece of shit. Brian Stelter, and it's very uncomfortable, and it's pretty funny. Okay, two minutes. I'm 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 game. I got my drink. So check this out. It, you know, and and that's what Trump does. He he has spent most of his administration seeing people on television and immediately calling yeah. them. But maybe that's how um, it works but, but sometimes. I, I don't huh? want you to think. Is that how it works? That's how you get access. I, but, uh, Brian Stelter. Do you see what he's doing? Like, is that how it works? Dude, he's that's a, how you get access? Dude, I, listen, I got to be honest with you. If, if you like him, follow him, listen to him, you're an utter fucktard. Yes. End of story. I agree. I mean, everything about him is a smug, piece of shit. Smug. He is his hairline. I don't know. If you, people go bald. I'm, you know, it happens. I, I am going bald, man. It's just the fact that that look, that this, the last five seconds, if you watch just his facial yeah. expressions. Well, pay attention throughout this because he does the whole uncomfortable laugh like, <laughs> yeah, you're foolish. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Okay. Yeah, Smug. but I don't, yeah, but I don't want you to think that, that, that what I said at that point was in any way inauthentic. I think the media has done a terrible job on this. I think you yourself um, you know, why you're a nice guy, you know, you're full of sanctimony. Um, you know, you become part of one of the parts of the problem of the media. You know, you come on here Uh-oh. and you and you have a, um, um, uh, you know, a monopoly on truth. Positive. You know, <laughs> so do you think in his Stealthy. earpiece they're like, get this fucking guy off now, get the guy off now? Because he's given the eye. He's kind of like he's going like pull the plug, bitch. Pull the yeah, plug. One eye is looking to the left like. Do we keep this game? Dude, his facial expressions went straight yeah, into defense mode. You know exactly how things are supposed to be done. Um, you know, you are why one of the reasons people can't stand the media. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but see the laugh? Like, I can't believe this guy's saying that. You're cracking me up. No, that's not supposed to be funny. Yeah, no. Well, like you said, fuck that guy. But damn, I'll applaud you for that one. Yeah, he's calling him out, bro. But you're a piece of shit too, Wolf, because yeah. you're making you're making books about misinformation. So yeah. there you go. Your fault. I, it's, uh, it's how, so. What should I do differently, Michael? I, you know, d- don't talk so much. Listen more. 
You know, people have genuine problems with, with, with the media. The media doesn't get the story right. The media exists in its mm. own bubble. Um, That's true, you know, I agree. You, you, yeah. uh, um, you know, you got to stop. I mean, that last segment that, that, that I just had to listen to of all of the people saying <laughs> the same old stuff. Also, you're incredibly repetitive. It's week after week. I'm Dude, Brian Stelter's smile literally looks like Joker. Uh, it's Venom, maybe. There's a little bit of Venom in there. Like Venom, the, the cartoon character. That kid was beat up a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but he's saying, yes, uh, here's your thing. Listen, right? You guys do a lot of talking, but you don't fucking listen. Number two, you repeat yourself over and over again. Just like how you, you make fun of Trump for saying the same shit. You guys do it, too, and you're just as bad. Well, see, the unfortunate part about this, Greg, is that it's this man doing it. Now, the reason I say that is because CNN would never allow a conservative guest on and say this stuff. Yeah, or they it's would gonna, just, the excuse would be like, oh, well, he's conservative, so of course he's going to say So that. it's going to take a person left-leaning to actually have some nuts enough to say this on air because they yeah. wouldn't get the opportunity otherwise. That's so, why it's powerful. That's why, yes, it's a good thing that Wolf said this. He's being honest, and I think in this very moment, he's very sincere. Yeah. Wait till the end, dude, because you'll, you'll see, like, Brian Stelter goes, why are you even on here then? Yeah. And listen to what he says, dude. It's funny. I mean, you're the flip side of, 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 of Donald Trump. Um, you know, fake news, and you say virtuous news. You know, there, there, no, there's we just a figure out what is here. real. I mean, <laughs> no, you we... no, you don't. Right? It's so he's saying, okay, Trump is fake news. You guys are virtuous news. He goes, well, no, no, no. We just figure out what's real. No, you don't. No, that's the biggest lie that's ever come out of a mouth of any fucking uh, news anchor. Right? But even like as this guy is criticizing any CNN. I mean, come on, man. As Michael Wolf is criticizing. Um, uh, fucking reliable sources guy, whatever the fuck his name is, Stelter. Stelter. He's basically saying these are these are your I'm critiquing you. These are the things you could work on to improve. Even Brian Stelter in that moment can't admit, and he can't submit to this uh, criticism. Oh. He goes, "Oh, oh, well, it's just it's truth. We're, we're it's the real thing. That's the problem. He believes his own shit. Yeah. And when that guy earlier Wolf said that you guys live in a bubble." It gets vomited and eaten back up over and over again by the same group of people. It's a washing machine, dude. It just or a dryer. It's a washing it's a machine that literally, instead of clean water, just dumps shit water in there. Yeah. So it's continuously getting dirty, and they just, it's just he believes what he's saying. I'm not going to take that away from him. He actually believes, I think, that he's holier than thou. Yep. Here we go. I'm listening. Well, well, figuring out, yeah, figuring out what is real is not so is not so uh, is not so easy, and and right. you know most people don't want to talk turn to Brian Stelter to tell us what's real. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, then why'd you bother coming on CNN a few times this week? <laughs> oh my God! Listen, you know I, I'm a I'm I'm a book salesman. <laughs> Michael, I love talking oh to you. God. I'm grateful you came on. Uh, and I guess let's do it again in four years. Yeah. Let's do it again in four years, dude. There was so much honesty in that clip. That is so American right there. Right, like where we're at in this did, country right now. I think now. Michael Wolf is, is like coming to grips of what he did. He's, he's in this shit for money. Obviously he came on CNN. The, Brian Stelter talks shit to him. He goes, Brian Stelter goes, why are you even come on here? He goes, I, I gotta fucking sell my book, dude. 
That's I'm a book salesman. And he's selling his book. Like, that's what he does. He's he's pushed. It, basically, what happened is he got paid a bunch of money from his publisher to yeah. go do a book tour. And this is what he's doing. And Brian Stelter's going, uh, what? <laughs> Why are you making fun of me? You I don't know, even what? know about the book tour. It's just you created a elaborate book with with a bunch of lies. Mm-hmm. And your whole goal is just to try to get as many out in the public as possible and make a buck. It's not about fact. It's not about giving truth out there. You want to make a buck. He just said it. I'm a book salesman, bro. Yeah. He didn't say I'm a journalist. I'm a whistleblower. I'm a, I, you know, I want, hey, I'm a guy who wants this country to be better. And I want to expose the truth so this country's better. No, I'm a book salesman. Yep. You're a snake oil salesman, bro. There you go. And you got a guy who's doing the same fucking shit. Now, good for you to call it out. But this whole sequence... This is social. This is social media. This is uh, mainstream media. This is all of it wrapped in a nutshell, bro. Why are you here? I don't fucking know. I just I'm, uh, I'm supposed to be here. I'm here selling sell shit, stuff and I don't want to get fined. And <laughs> it's you know, and fucking Stelzer's like, <laughs> we'll do it again <laughs> in four years. Yeah. So anyway, hey Wolf, make a book about uh, you know Hunter. There you go. Or Biden sniffing hair. Yeah. How about uh, Hunter Biden and maybe Joe Biden's secret email? It just got revealed. Because you'll find real shit in that. You will. Yeah, if you want to sell some books, a lot of people will buy it. Man, Stelter is a piece of crap, dude. Yeah. So, anywho. That's I, it. That's all I had. But, yes, thank you guys so much for all your support, all the Patreons. We have something special coming for Patreon. Eventually, we, we're working out the kinks, but we're going to do something. We'll, we'll talk about it. We got some great news that we're going to be sharing real soon yes and with that great news we've we've got a lot of great input yep and we're gonna make some positive guided decisions and uh i'm excited about that yes sir, Bob. That. so uh uh you know it's unfortunate chris wasn't here but, i know um uh, i know i know this kind of stuff annoys him though like covid and stuff and that's fine it annoys me too i'm yes. sorry to beat this dead horse i know greg is Dude, too hey. but you know I, what? I like uh you know it's, I, it's something yeah i know there's there's stuff that I want to keep my eye on, but the most part is uh, shutting everything down. I think that's the biggest concern that's and my concern. what we can do to kind of help people push back. That's why I want to get lawyers on the show, dude. If there's a lawyer out there that knows the law and knows like that, well, obviously knows the law, but has worked with businesses who have been shut down. Or knows what the state's capable of and not capable yeah, of. Get a hold of us. Let's Let's talk about this. All right, all right, man. All right, dude. It was a great episode. Until next uh, time. We appreciate all you guys, and make sure you check out all of our websites, follow, like, and share, uh, especially on all the platforms. Amen. All right, until next time. Sayonara. Sayonara.